1: your happiest hour of the week starts now. Sit back, relax, and enjoy because Because the the drinks drinks are are on us.
0: us.
2: (laughs) Welcome back to Drinks On Us. I'm Riley. And I'm Rose. We're so happy you joined us for happy hour. We are back for another episode. And what you can expect from the main segment today is maximizing your morning routine. We're going to go in-depth things that Riley and I have found to work through trial and error. And I feel like this time of year, people are really into their morning routine or changing their habits. And so we're going to give you all the goodies for morning routines. It's one of Riley and I's love language. Um, so we're excited to dive into that and hopefully you guys love it. And yeah, so it'll be a good episode. But of course, before we get into things, Rye, tell us what's in your cup. I know it's a mocktail because we're we're <laughs> almost through dried. January, but it looks really good. Okay, so Dry January is going so strong,
1: and I am obsessed with my drink tonight. It might be my favorite one I've ever made. I've drank half of it just getting ready to film. So cute! It's it's an orange sickle What? Okay, details. <laughs> yeah. So it's an orange poppy with the sweet cream Chobani creamer frothed, and that's it. And I just garnished. Well, I thought this was an orange, but it's actually a blood orange. I didn't realize at the store when I bought it. But I did – it's coming soon to Happy Hour Club. I had to. Oh, yay.
2: Oh, good. Okay. I need to make that because I love orange dreamsicles. I'm literally chugging it. It's so good. (gasps) I'm jealous. I wish I had that. Okay.
1: I'm not going to lie. It looks like you're holding a big old beer over there.
2: (laughs) Okay. What is it? it? So I (laughs) am cracking up, you guys. One thing you'll learn about Riley and I is we are not beer girls. Um, No hate to it. I'd love to be a beer girl. No. Beer girl. It's so cool. Not a beer girl. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Beer girl. Um, I always envy girls that can drink a beer and be cool, but I'm not one of them. So I went to Sprouts today. Have you ever been? Mm. No, but I've heard. You would be obsessed. Really? It's the best. It's like a Whole Foods slash local market. Sounds amazing. So anyways, they had all sorts of fun, specialty, clean drinks. And for some reason, I'll show you. Can you see? I don't know which way you could see it better, but it's very plain Jane packaging. I don't know why it stood out to me. It's called a sour blueberry natural flavored soda. I'm so excited. So is it open? I feel like you haven't tried it yet. No, I haven't. It's um, carbonated water Organic cane sugar, organic stevia, citric acid, natural flavors, and fruit juice for color.
1: I'm so excited to get your first live taste test. Love the ASMR. (laughs) So the reason I thought it was a big old beer is because it's so plain. I thought you had it like a koozie. Uh Like I thought it was a blue koozie. it does
2: really look like that. This could be our fake. (laughs) What brand of beer is blue? Oh, it looks like a Bud Light. Oh my God. Honestly, good for me. Okay.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: Oh, wow. You love it. I do love it. I have no clue how to describe it. Do you taste the blueberry? I do, but the beginning is something nostalgic from childhood and I can't pinpoint it. But (laughs) if it comes to me through the episode, I'll let you guys know. But I have no clue what the brand is. There's no label of the brand.
1: (laughs) It's so plain. United Sodas of America. That's the brand
2: United sodas of America. If you're listening, we like, your. I like your drink. Good for United. Yeah. Okay. So
1: that was fun. Rose, I want to know what, what's the nostalgia.
2: Like a candy or something.
0: Mm. You know what?
2: I think I got it. I think it's those lollipops we'd get at dance competitions that were aliens.
1: Oh, that's was the glow a, stick on the bottom.: Yeah, the glow stick.
2: Wow. Oh my gosh, You're bringing it way back today. Wow, dance. Isn't it crazy how things like that can bring you back to a specific thing or moment? No, literally that brought me back to Cornell High School.: <laughs> Me too. That's exactly what that's, I thought. Oh, I don't know if I love that. dance
1: competitions, or I know. Yeah Wait, this is so funny. What? Sorry, go ahead. What was your thought?
2: No, I was just going to say, if you grew up around Pennsylvania, you know, Cornell, like, you know it. Honestly, it puts a pit in my stomach. Oof.
1: Like going for a dance. I was always so nervous on the morning of dance competitions. No parking anywhere. No part. We oh, my gosh. You know, my mom, we were always running late.
2: Oh yeah, Maybe that's
1: why I'm so type A and always love to be on time because I have PTSD from running late to dance competition. Then you have to like time.
2: shove your caboodle and garment rack into someone's <laughs> spot because there's no spots left.
1: <laughs> you had to go find a
2: spot. Oh my gosh. Your nostalgia is living right wow. now. Thanks for this soda. Thank you, soda, for bringing us back. Oh my gosh.
1: And sometimes the smell of some certain hairspray is like, I'm like, oh,
2: yes. Dance competition. Or, like, a really cheap, like, L'Oreal um, lipstick. The way... yeah. The way, it, when I rub my lips together, it brings me right back.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is nuts. I know. So, anyways. Good for my soda. Anyways. Good for the soda. Um, I was going to say, speaking of dance, I know we want to talk about the NDA Nationals. Yes. Because so many people were wanting our thoughts. Okay. What are your thoughts? I mean, so... Frank Sinatra dance, was that Ohio State? Yes. Unreal. Unreal. And I have to say, so Kendall was at my house, like, maybe two weeks before Nationals, and their dance and Minnesota's dance got leaked. And so I actually saw it before they performed it. And, like, you just know a dance like that. Like, they
2: you knew they were going to win. It was so good. Like, I can't stop watching it. I know. I'm like, the things I would do to be in that dance... And I I feel like there's so much controversy on TikTok about who should have won. And of course, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I just feel that at least also coming from Louisville, going up against BYU, we were always more of, we made you feel a certain way. The performance, the chills versus these insane tricks that BYU would bring. And they're both awesome, but for an outsider... I feel like the way Ohio State made you feel, anyone can understand that. You don't have to be in the dance world to realize how hard what Minnesota did. Does that make sense?
1: No. Yeah. Dance is about telling a story. Even just thinking about the dance now gives me chills. Like <sighs> they put their heart and soul into it. The choreo was amazing. I thought when you said controversy, you were going to talk about the choreographer.
2: Okay. First of all, I guess because we're so far removed, we didn't know about these allegations. Did you? I remembered hearing about them, about Travis Wall, right? Yeah.
1: I remember hearing about them and I forgot. And like, it's just crazy to me. Like, why did they choose him? I feel like he's been out of the scene for so long, like kind of laying low. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder how that all transpired, like how he came about to choreograph.
2: So... You know? I have no clue what the answer is, but I, once I heard not knowing there were allegations, I was like, this is iconic, like Mm -hmm. converting our competition world with dance team world and the best of the best. But the only idea I could come up with is that the last couple of years, Shannon Mather did Mm -hmm. um, Ohio State's routine. So maybe... There was like a connection through there or through the grapevine i don't know but taking him out of the equation the dance was still everything and then some um just the second it started i knew the second yeah. she that girl came up i was like yeah. they won
1: yeah like literally that's what i meant when kendall showed me even their preview before they even performed it like at finals like, you just get that feeling. You're like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this is so good. Literally, when we're done filming, I'm going to go watch it because right. I'm obsessed. And
2: like at the end, when they're slamming oh, their jackets. I'm so, so happy that it's blowing up on social media because it just feels that dance is finally getting some sort of recognition. I think ESPN even got involved. So I'd be curious. I feel like varsity would never give up the power of these competitions, but I think that could turn... Dance into something so much bigger if ESPN covered it, but this by all means does not take away how insanely talented Minnesota is. Disgusting, like how. And theirs was self choreographed.
1: What? That's that's crazy to me. Yeah, they choreographed it themselves. So good. Oh my god. So good. That makes it even
2: more impressive.
1: Yeah. And I think it was like the 20 year anniversary of them using that song again so there was just like so much meaning behind yep. the dance that uh I mean I just I love this for the dance world so much. I do too. I
2: will say I think the dance would have been a little bit better if I did not like their costume or hair. It didn't feel like it went with their song i feel i agree that ohio state's just full package did everything you needed to get the feels i think minnesota was too polished i didn't think their costumes and hair went with the song
1: i didn't love the costumes either um but you're so right you need the full package like you need the choreography you need the talent you need the costumes you need the story like It has to be everything. And we've gone through that so many times where it's like, you appreciate it so much when you see it. Oh my gosh.
2: And LSU. Hip hop. Oh my gosh. I forgot the Michael Jackson tribute, right? Now that is the dance I would die
1: to be in. Can you imagine? Unreal. Unreal. And I was reading about like the way they went about choreographing it. And like, they had to learn all, like they did research on the way Michael danced and like that. It's talent. They killed it.
2: Totally agree. And I think if you're going to go and try and do a Michael routine, you have to emulate and be so detailed or it's a flop. And I think, I mean, Carson is just a different breed. She just doesn't make sense. Like why is she so, have you seen her marking this little part on TikTok? I'll have to send it to you. She's it just brought me right back to Louisville because for those of you listening, who choreographed LSU is who choreographed Louisville's hip-hop routines. And um, she was just marking this one part of the dance. And I don't even... It was better than I would ever do it in my whole life. And she was marking it.
1: Yeah, she's a different breed. You're right. Like, <sighs> I don't even... Her brain too, like the way that she choreographs and like sees things and can make things happen I'm like
2: how how so then so that dance was amazing I'm so happy for them I'm a big LSU fan especially after the whole controversy with athletics pulling their funding I am just I love seeing them succeed and I feel Mm -hmm. like like a boy was so legendary I was worried they would never find something to top it and then they come out with this. Did you see the reaction of them finding out that it was Michael Jackson that they were dancing to? No, no, I didn't. Okay. I'm definitely on this LSU algorithm right now. I'll send all of it to you because it just, it sends, it'll send you right back to the feelings we would get doing national routines. But all in all, for those asking our opinions, we loved all of them. I'm just so impressed. So impressed,
1: and I can't stop like consuming the content and watching the dances over and over because it's just like I don't know. I guess I appreciate it so much, and the girls work so hard, and
2: I mean it's there. It's so good. It's so good. And one more thing before we move on that I thought was a really interesting perspective because, of course, I make Ryan watch all of the routines. I'm like, look, watch this. Like, you know, I try and get him into it. And what him and his dad were talking about the other day was. How crazy it is that for dancers, you literally prepare for months and months and months and months and months for one three minute performance versus basketball. You're going out and you can have a bad game, yeah, it sucks, but it's just they it was so hard for them to comprehend the fact that you get one chance. I know obviously there's prelims and stuff, so it was cool to just see and hear the appreciation and people understanding how hard. And intricate the dance world is. So I love all the, the recognition it's getting. Aw, I'm just picturing Ryan and his dad watching. That's so cute. I know. I know. It's like everyone who's not in the dance world is just sending me the routines. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've seen. They're like, have you seen this? I'm like, yeah, like eight months ago. <laughs> no, not really. But it's just funny seeing regular people connect to it. So anyways, moving on. What else is going on in your world? um nothing
1: really we are so bored dry january the nights are getting to be pretty boring um we watched a really great documentary over the weekend it's called american nightmare on netflix Mm. um it's very spooky so don't watch it if you're home alone but well to me it's spooky i'm like a very spooked queen um some people might not think (laughs) it's that scary (laughs) but um it's so good like we watch the whole thing straight through it's three episodes um very very good if anyone needs a recommendation it's
2: documentary um i'm sorry my soda is really <laughs> carbonated um where if you guys have seen riley's tiktok she went to costco or sam's club i can't remember and oh, yeah. came out with a full it looked like an eight foot tree And Mm -hmm. I need to know where that went and a little behind the scenes of that.
1: Okay. So it went in my living room where my Christmas tree was because that corner was so bare. Mm -hmm. I used to have a big palm there, but it died. I had to throw it away. (sighs) Then we put up Christmas. So I've always had something in that corner and it's just been bare since we took Christmas down. And so we actually were at Sam's club and I told Kate on the way there, I was like, I'm looking for a tree, like a fake tree, a fake plant for that corner. Couldn't find one I liked. We're about to leave and he sees one like back in the storage area. And he's like, right. I think there's trees over there. And I went back and they like weren't on the sales floor, but the guys let me buy it. It was so sweet. Stop. That's so cute. <laughs> but it was so funny because Cade was like hemming and hawing, like trying to get it in the car. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't even have seen it if you didn't point it out. So you can think yourself. <laughs> exactly.
2: it's, it's like that TikTok. It's your fault. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Literally. It's, but yeah, it was it was a successful trip. It looks... I need a at least a snap of it in its place. Is it a ficus? Okay. It is a ficus. Good job. Thank you. I feel like I've scoured fake plants up and down because it's so hard to find a good one. And that one was so full. It's really full. But sometimes I look at
1: it a little too hard and I'm like, does it look too fake? But I mean, I already took the
2: tag off, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just gonna, regardless, you just gotta own it.
1: I gotta own it at this point. I mean, we drove home, the tree was in, like, it's so big, it barely fit in my car. It was in, I was driving my car, Kate okay, was in the passenger seat, like, it was in the console. Like, I could barely see out the window
2: because the leaves were sprawled up there. So we made it work. <laughs> and you it guys need to funny. be careful in the car now. You guys don't have a good track record these these days. I
1: know. I know with the snow.
2: But how was your weekend? Well, it was good. Um, really chill, just kind of trying to settle in. Um, we went and walked the beach on Saturday, which was really enjoyable and kind of just a weird moment i was like it's january i'm walking on the beach and i'm not on vacation this is so weird but i loved every second of it um amazing other than that we really just kind of chilled ran a couple errands watched the football games i feel like the football games kind of consume the weekend
1: yeah which i'm okay with we got some taylor swift content i know i do have to say
2: right i wasn't rooting for the chiefs
1: no, I was actually rooting for Josh Allen.
2: I'm sick for the kicker.
1: I know. He deactivated his social media. That's I so, feel mean so sad for him. For
2: the people being mean to him. I know. Just imagine if that was K Ryan. That's what there. that's where my heart goes to. Imagine if he, his mom, his wife, girlfriend, if he has the, those, like, what do you even do? I know. So sad. I hope he's okay. Truly. And honestly, just go Lamar, go.
1: Yeah, at this point, I well, it's a double edged sword because the Ravens doing well is not good for the Steelers, and we both grew up Steelers fans. Yeah. But I love Lamar, and I'm rooting for Lamar
2: because of Louisville. So we have to. This is his chance. The Steelers are out. We love Lamar. Um,
0: yeah. But I do have
2: to say, on the realm of your TikToks, I am making your lasagna roll ups this week. I just bought the ingredients today. Yay! Oh my gosh. I think you're going to love them. They looked so good. So I screenshotted your ingredients when I went to the store today and I wanted to text you, but I was being, I, I held it to myself and I was like, I'm podcasting with her tonight. I'll tell her on the pod. So I'll let you know how I'm it turns so out. Excited. Yes. Oh my gosh. I really hope you like it. I think you will. I'm excited. I'm making it for Ryan's parents too. So I got, Aww. I got uh big shoes. I got to really oh my knock it out of the park. Oh, make it with extra love. I will. I will. I might text you for a few tips and tricks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But really,
1: that's it, right?
2: My weekend's kind of boring.
1: Same. We're so boring. I feel... So your story at the beach, oh my gosh, it like made me so happy for you, but so sad for myself. I really think I'm having seasonal depression here. I can't even walk outside. It's too cold. And it's like, well, the sun was out a little bit today, but it's been so
2: gray. Like I'm in the house all day and mm-hmm. I hate it. I know. I will say, thank goodness you have a sauna and a treadmill because I feel like that has to be like your fix for the sun and walking because I was just telling Ryan that the week I've been here, my steps on my aura ring have been so much higher than they have been in for weeks in Louisville because I can't go outside and do anything. Yeah. So you I totally, are thriving. yeah. I just, I love being outside. And so I, I totally understand how you feel. And it makes me sad for you because it sucks. Seasonal depression stinks.
1: Yeah. I know.
2: Well, you'll just have to come to Florida.
1: Sad. Yes. Yes. We'll have to plan a trip. And yeah. you're coming here soon. Yes. You get to stay with me. Yes.
2: So we're going to have so much fun. So many good things to look forward to. Yeah. You're right. That's always good. Um, I do have to say, um, on the subject, because I kind of mentioned that I was cooking for Ryan's parents. I was sitting down with his parents a couple weeks ago and I... Oops. Sorry, guys. I just hit my microphone. Um, Ryan's mom, so sweet. She listens to the pod and I didn't realize she listened every week or <laughs> oh maybe God. she doesn't listen every week, but she listened to the episode about in when we talked about what to call your in-laws. I knew where that was going. Oh my gosh. And she was like, well... You're living down here in Florida. I just have to say, you can call us Kim and Dave. And I'm like, okay, I can do it. I just have to rip the band-aid off. And so she even heard where I was saying where I refuse to acknowledge who it is when I'm telling a story. I'll just be like, wait until they're facing me and be like, and you know how I was kind of <laughs> explaining how I get so awkward? Or I'll be like, and then Ryan's dad. And now she'll stop me and be like, Who's dad? Who is that? And I'm like, Dave, and I'm just it's I'm like, I'm just telling you it's not I'm not natural with it yet, but I'm working on it. So I just thought it was so funny. I forget who wrote in, but I just had to give that update that I'm officially on a first name basis. And let me tell you, it's not natural yet, but I'm getting there.
1: Okay, I'm so glad she gave you the little nudge that you needed. And she's like kind of coaching you up. It's gonna get so you're gonna get so used to it. But it's so funny you brought that up because we actually have an update from the person who wrote in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so
2: that'll come. um, We'll read that in girls room. But
1: I'm so happy. (laughs) I was honestly
2: happy that she... Heard it because then it felt like I wasn't going for it myself and maybe it was inappropriate. Not that it was, but I just needed that little, like you said, nudge. So I felt like our listeners needed that update. So if you're on the fence, maybe just have your uh, mother-in-law listen to that that part of the (laughs) pod.
1: (laughs) Guys, seriously, it's not that bad. Just rip the bandaid off. I'm telling you, I'm going to nudge all of you who need to. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) But also, speaking of our listeners, I wanted to talk about Armra because I saw we were getting a lot of DMs and submissions asking us to give an update. Um, and I just want to say I absolutely love it. I've been taking it every day. I'm on the subscription. I have not gotten sick, knock on wood. I feel like it really is an immunity like mm-hmm. booster. Um, I have felt a couple of times where I had like, a, a sore throat coming on, but it never came to fruition. And it's freezing here. I know a lot of people. My parents were just like sick, down bad with colds, and I haven't gotten it. So I'm thinking, armra.
2: No, you were not the first person that said that. And Ryan around, thanks. No, around the new year, started feeling a tiny bit under the weather. Nothing dramatic, and I gave him two armras a day, and nothing ever came of it. He just kind of passed it. And even Victoria was telling me. She would get sick on command every couple months and she hasn't, but then she ran out of her armor and came down with something before her, she wasn't on a subscription or whatever the case may be. Um, So I'm also a fan. I love that you are also a fan. And I think... I'm a fan. It's not like every day... You realize this drastic difference, but then you feel healthy. Everything's regular. I think for me too, I ran out a couple days and I had sent my subscription down to Florida. And I just missed it. I just felt a little off. I also didn't have my green. So I think that whole combination was just throwing me off. But big Armour fans over here. And I feel like a lot of our listeners gave it a go because we were so adamant about it. Um, so if you guys are also having Armra. And I've given it a try for a couple months. We'd love to hear if you guys are loving it like we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely love. Definitely wanted to give that update. I can't believe I haven't gotten sick this um, winter season. So good for Armra.
2: Good for Armra. But that's all I've got. Me too. Should we get into what's in our cart? Yes, I think we should. Okay. Do you want to go first or you want me (laughs) to? You can. I like when you start us off.
1: Okay. Um, oh, I forgot. I Before we started filming, I was going to tell you about my hair. I wanted to tell everyone that I'm habit stacking. I have my scalp oil in and a slick back pony. Lauren last week actually inspired me. She looked so cute with her little slick back hair. I was like, I'm going to do that this week. So I've got my scalp oil in. I'm going to wash my hair when we're done filming. And I feel like that was a good idea of me.
2: It was. And you know what's so weird? Even though we don't live close to each other, I feel like we're on the same wavelength because I did that yesterday. I woke up and did scalp oil, put my hair in a slick. We went to the farmer's market and I worked out and then I showered and I was loving every second of it. I felt so on top of my shit. Wow. that also sounds like the perfect day. Oh, such a good day. I got a fresh homemade sourdough. Oh
1: my gosh. I've got to move to Florida. You have
2: to, Ry. I was going to snap you, but I didn't <laughs> want to make you sad. Um, but your hair looks so good like that.
1: Thanks. It literally looks so dark because of my roots. It looks like I'm a brunette right now.
2: But I love the, it, it looks, what is the name? Pushed roots or a drop root? Oh, like, like a smudge root maybe? Yeah. I don't know the right word, but that's what it looks like. And I'm, I really like it.
1: Thanks. So yeah, I wanted to tell you that I remembered to have it stack. I also need to unburden myself. Oh no. Why? In my, in my car. <laughs> what because happened? I did something that in 2024 was a goal not to. I made a very impulsive purchase. <gasps> um, I bought this really cute Lululemon <laughs> workout top. It yeah. reminds me of the one that you have that your friend with the zipper that unzipped during a 45. Stop. It's like a like,
2: stop that still gives me PTSD.
1: <laughs> it's really cute. And Lulu got me. They were having a sale and I did it really quick. I really liked it.
2: Wait, have you got it yet? It.
1: Yeah, it's super cute. Have you worn it? I haven't worn it. It okay. just recently came in and I was like, oh, I better tell everyone on the podcast. My, It's good to unburden.
2: But at least like I'm going to wear it all the time. It's not like something i wear once. No, that's so true. And you work out multiple times every week. And if that's going to encourage you to go downstairs or go to your workout class, then so be it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was an impulse purchase, but it's not like it was anything crazy. And you just got got that. That's not that bad. No, it's not. But I I probably should have waited and just, I mean, I didn't need it, you know? Yeah. but, But it
2: was on sale. Hey at least things in moderation. You got one thing, you could have got the matching leggings. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You You are right. You're right. Okay. Well, I Um, need the link for that.
1: I will link it. And then I also wanted to update everyone on my Caudalie journey. A lot of people reached out and told me what products they were using. And a common one was, I feel like everyone's using the foaming cleanser. Mm. So I've decided I'm going to start there and Hopefully get some samples of their other products and then build from there. But I'm gonna start with the cleanser. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I haven't ordered it yet because I'm not out of my current cleanser. Okay. But that's gonna be my next purchase. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about the L'Oceton oil, mm. shower oil that everyone raves about. So worth it. Wait, it is, fill it's me in. so good. Fill me in. So it's this like more so luxury brand. It's a shower oil. And everyone's been talking about it. Um, I didn't understand why, but it smells so good. It's like an almond oil. And it's also, it gets like very lathery and you, um, it's a cleanser too. It's called a shower oil. And I love it. I'm going to link it because it smells so good. And it's very like um, luxurious.
2: I've been wanting an oil. That's the whole jojoba.
1: Oh, how's your
2: jojoba going? I never got it. I thought Hunter gave you one. Oh, she did. But I don't know if I packed it to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. Maybe I... Shoot. I know. I know. I have been wanting to get into a really good body wash and shower oil, but you're kind of making me want this, this one. But maybe I'll try the jojoba and we can compare.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
2: Okay, so that's that all sounds, I've got in my cart. That No, that sounds amazing. I also wanted to mention or comment on the Caudalie. Is that how you say it? Caudalie? Caudalie? I think I've been saying Caudalie. Caudalie. Um, what cleanser do you... Curr- you don't use the Skin Better cleanser? I do. <gasps> that's a big chain dry.
1: I know, but the Skin Better one is like pretty pricey. I feel like Caudalie is a better price point, and
2: everyone loves it. They do. and. Also, the white like vitamin drops I think are a popular one, or maybe they're not vitamin drops, mm-hmm. but that glass tube and then that purple mm-hmm. rich cream. The rich cream has my eye all over it.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to really get it. Really banking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm
1: banking on getting some samples okay. and hopefully loving them. Samples at Sephora. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I How don't does really that have work? a game plan yet. Well, like when you order online, you get to pick samples.
2: And so you're just, I'm just hoping, hoping that Coddly offers the sample you want? Yeah. Okay. Well fingers crossed, because normally they have about ten choices. Well, maybe I can go on the Coddley website and they will have yeah. samples there. Okay. Well you keep us updated. Okay. And you have What's to be honest. Card? If it's better then skin better. I will.
1: I do okay. love skin better, but it is. Pr- I'm never going away from Alto Defense and retinol
2: cream at night. Okay. Fair. Um, what's in my cart sticking on the skincare train. I feel like I can give a proper review on my red light mask. I don't know if I've talked about it. I know I talked about wanting it, but I did get it. Um, I didn't get the doctor. I forget, you know, his name, Dr. Dennis gross. Yes. I didn't get his cause it's, Four or five hundred dollars, and I needed to prove to myself that I was gonna use a hundred dollar one consistently. Um, and I have I use the red and the blue. The blue is supposed to help with any breakouts. It breaks, it helps with bacteria, I believe, and helps with any acne, which you guys know I'm kind of on the end of that journey, but I still don't want random breakouts. And then Mm -hmm. the red is just supposed to help with your complexion, with any redness, which I feel like I sometimes struggle a little bit with rosacea, just rosier cheeks. And it's helped a lot, I think. Um, I try to make it part of my nighttime routine. I know we're going to talk about morning routines. I'm also trying to hone in on a nighttime routine. Um, So if you guys are in the market or you're looking for a self-care type of product or machine. I don't know. There's so many things out there to add to your your self-care routine this year. I do recommend... I'll link mine because it's on Amazon. I think it offers free returns if you're not loving it. Um, but I do really like it. So that's one. Which, Rai, that could be good for you if you're... I think it could help with your seasonal depression maybe.
1: I should click your link. And also remember last week, I was like, you're so glowy. You are this week
2: again too. It must be the red light mask. Maybe it is. feel like it is i hope it is that would be awesome um but thanks for the compliment um you're welcome and then i got another tool it was actually my secret santa gift from mj and it's the mj
1: had you for secret santa (laughs) yes
2: yes that's so cute i have to say with this gift he got me he got me a a bell from Santa sleigh for the Polar Express. <laughs> oh
1: my God, that's
2: so cute.
1: I and love MJ. I know,
2: I know. It was so funny because everyone was giving me shit about loving the Polar Express. And, but ah. it was cute that he got me the bell and I was, I opened it and I just went, I believe. <laughs> and then I went over to them and tried to make it not ring. And I was like, see, <laughs> you guys don't believe. That's why. Um, Anyways, scroll moment. Um, I got the skin frequency wand. Have you been seeing that on social media? Yes. Like the yes. I don't know
1: how to explain it, but I know what you're talking about. OK, so I got like clear.
2: Yes. And it kind of like lasers and stings your skin. Um, yes. That was a horrible description. I probably scared anyone away <laughs> who would want to try it. So many times when I've gone in and got a facial, they've used this. They put a little gauze in between that. If I have a break, uh, zit on my face, I'm sure theirs is more maybe a higher-end version. But basically what it is, is it can. there's different attachments. Some are to pinpoint a specific pimple. Some are... There's one with a comb, I think, that can stimulate hair growth. So I haven't tried any of the wands other than just... Um, the pinpoint acne one, there's a bunch of different ones. I don't really know the ins and outs of what all of the wands do, but I did use it. And I did it on Ryan too. He had like a teeny (laughs) tiny zit on his nose and I made him do it. And he's, he was so confused with what I was making him do, but it was literally gone the next day. Wow. So I'm a Miracle worker. Yes. So amazing. I only had it on level two out of four, but it did kind of like... Whoa, kind of hit hit you. Does it sting? It's like, it kind of z- zaps you a little. <laughs> it sounds awful. <laughs> it's really short, though. You only do a few swipe throughs or what are they? What's the pr- appropriate word? A few passes. And I feel you're like done.
1: I would be scared to do it to myself.
2: I'll bring it to Pittsburgh. No, I'm scared of it. Yep, I'm bringing it. If you guys are in the market or have been seeing it on TikTok, I have only used it twice because I just unboxed it. But I like it so far, but I don't think I can give a full review. And then the last thing is I need a new translucent powder. So Mm. here's my requirements. I know you're gonna say Laura Mercier or whatever, but it's she's not clean. Sadly. Oh, she's not? Laura. I know, Laura. Like, come on, sis. Get with 2024.
1: Right? So what? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say that. And I have a big one, so shit.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, I was for certain she would be clean. I mean, everyone under the sun loves that product, but she didn't come up on the when I swiped what I wanted on Sephora. Um, and I, you, I loved our but they discontinued it. So I Aww. am S O L.
1: Okay. I don't have, I don't know any clean brands. What were some of the brands that came up?
2: Like none, Do you none. Cosis. Oh, I think that's a reputable brand. I think Cosis, but I've just heard so many bipolar opinions about Kosis. Like what? Some people love it. Some people hate it. Oh, shoot. I know. So maybe I'll try Kosis. I believe they have one. I'm almost positive that came up. But if you guys have a clean translucent powder, I really need one. I'm out and I am struggling without it. That's it.
1: I I wish I had a recommendation. I'm trying to think of other brands that I know um, have translucent powder, but I also don't know who's clean. I know. What are some well-known clean brands? Summer Fridays. You know.
2: Oh, well they don't do makeup stuff. really. Um yeah. maybe rare beauty. Oh yeah. I bet she has one. I bet you she does. Selena. And I do Seliner. like rare beauty. Okay, maybe I'll look. Maybe I'll look into rare.
1: Yeah, maybe you should um link some clean okay. translucent powders for those of us who are using an unclean brand and didn't know. <laughs>
2: Yes. I, my jar is literally this big. Like I'm never running out. Of I know. It. That's the problem. I, kn- I knew you were going to say that because I know you love it. And it is amazing because I feel like I've used yours when we've been together and that was what I was going to use. I, I mean, she dominates the translucent powder market. Hmm, She does. Good for Laura. Good for Laura. Um, so anyways, I will link some. I'll gather some together. And then if anybody does have a trusted clean, leave a comment for your girl.
1: Please. Me too.
2: (laughs) Yes. So that's it for me.
1: Okay. Well, that was a good one. Um, I think we should get into the bulk of our episode. I feel like this is something that we both are very passionate about. So I'm really excited to talk about our morning routines and just basically give you guys some tips and tricks on how to maximize your mornings to set yourself up for an amazing, productive day. So... I don't know. Where should we start? Should we start with by saying what our personal
2: morning routines are? Yeah. I love that. Why don't you kick us off?
1: Okay. So something that I'm still trying to get good at in the morning is waking up with enough time to not be like rushing around before I have to start work. Like I like to relax. I have to let Truly out and feed her, but I also love doing my greens, my armor, taking my vitamins, sitting down for breakfast, not eating at my computer. Um mm-hmm. ice rolling, I have to ice roll every morning. So just like getting myself out of bed yeah. early enough to do all those things and not rush through all of them is very important to me because I feel like it sets up my day. Um something that's helped me get out of bed earlier is not going on Instagram, TikTok, social media when my alarm goes off, like not even looking at my phone um until I'm out of bed and up and around. I feel
2: like that's helped me a lot. What about you? So before I share mine. Do you get out of bed right when your alarm goes off? I feel like I know that about you. You're really good about getting up. So I have two alarms. My first
1: alarm is like a wake up, but don't get out of bed yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then my second alarm, I like lay there for a couple of minutes, but I usually get up. Like I don't sit on my phone in bed. That's what you mean.
2: No, I just, it's so hard for me because I do. I, I honestly think what I've come to realize is I do the one, two alarm as well, because it's just so brutal to get up when your first alarm goes off, but I always fall back asleep. Mm. So then I'm kind of not really fully with it when the second one goes off and I'll just habitually hit snooze. So that's really where when that happens, I really just set myself up for failure for the whole day because like you said, then it ripples into not having time and then you're rushed and this, that, and the other. But my route, my morning routine's pretty similar. I have a um knockoff hatch alarm. I'll link it. Um, again, I'm into the idea of the hatch, but I wanted to make sure I loved the idea of it before I got it, because it's kind of expensive. <laughs> Ryan hates it. Why? because it it does a 10 minutes fake sunrise. 10 minutes before your alarm. And then my alarm is like birds chirping. And I don't know. It's, I can't explain the sound, but right now where our bed is, he has to click it because the bed is against the wall and he sleeps closer to the the thing and he can't figure out how to turn it off. He literally unplugged (laughs) it the other day. He was so mad. Um, So anyways, I say all that to say, I'm trying to get up at my alarm and just get freaking out of bed. And then I instantly turn on my Alexa and do put on worship music or meditation or something to just set the tone. And then I usually take Rin out. And while I'm taking him out, I'm trying to get into like taking deep breaths to center myself. Because sometimes, like you said, you just get up and you go, go, go. And then before you know it, you have anxiety. And then I come in and Mm -hmm. um, I'm still figuring it out because I've moved. But I grab my ice roller and I have the bad habit of going and making coffee before I eat or do. I've been on an afternoon greens kick. So I think I need to change it. But I just crave coffee so much when I wake up. And I know we talked about this last week, but I didn't know you were so good at eating before coffee. And now I'm a loser who can't eat before coffee.
1: No, you're not a loser. I just... So the reason that I eat right away, one of the reasons is because once I start work, I'm like usually super, super busy and I don't have time to eat, like to go back downstairs, warm up everything. So like, I guess I've just trained my body to get up, eat, make my coffee,
2: then go to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And I, I've i said it a million times on the podcast. I need to eat before caffeine, eat before caffeine. And they say you should have, I think, 30 to 60 minutes when you're awake or whatever before you have caffeine. I, I'm so bad at that.
1: Coffee sometimes is literally what gets me out of bed in the morning.
2: I love it. And I just got a um, coffee cake crumble cinnamon Chobani creamer today
1: sounds so good oh my Mm -hmm. gosh I love the Chobani creamer me too I need to go to Sprouts see if you have
2: one for a weekend trip
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I should do a weekend trip to
2: Sprouts (laughs) (laughs) well I mean if you're gonna go to a cold grocery store it's like your full activity for the day with how far it is yeah
1: yeah no that sounds honestly great maybe this weekend okay so what would be your advice to someone who is trying to maximize their morning? Like, what are maybe some non-negotiables for your morning?
2: I would say for sure, the first thing Riley said, make sure you instill the habit of giving yourself enough time to do what's going to set the tone for your day. For For me and Riley, you say a few things for you. Mine is like, I guess you would consider my breathing, meditating ice rolling and prayer. Those are like three things for me. And then having my coffee. What about you? Um, I would
1: say ice rolling greens, vitamins, something that's important to me. And I feel like something that will help you like feel more in routine is doing everything in the same order too. like just getting up and doing those things. I do, um, want to try to like do the deep breathing and meditating. Um, I've never really like meditated before. I don't know where to start with that, but a lot of people like recommend that for just clearing your brain and starting your day Mm -hmm. on a good note. Um, But yeah, I would say, also, something that's very important to me is waking up with enough time to do everything and not be rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like whenever I do want to fall back asleep, I'm like, well, if I fall in my mind, I'm like, if I fall back asleep, then I'm going to be rushing through my morning. It's going to give me anxiety. It's going to start off my day on a bad foot. So I just right. like kind of force myself to get up. Yes. Um,
2: and not being on also, your phone. That's huge. Like Riley said. And that's why I like the idea of an alarm clock aside from my phone, because sometimes you click your alarm off and then you're flooded with notifications. So even if you are put on do not disturb, um, so you don't see it. So make sure I would say your piece of advice is sit down and figure out what's going to make you fill your cup. If that's meditating, greens, coffee, food, taking your dog out, making a breakfast, whatever that is. Um, I also love taking a few minutes to review my day and look at what I have planned the night before. I know we're going to talk about that. Um, just to kind of, while I'm sipping my coffee, like you said, enjoy and not be rushed. Um, but everyone's different. So figure out what those maybe like top three to four things are. Don't overwhelm yourself with 10 things because sometimes then you're just setting yourself up for failure and then maybe work backwards from there with your alarm. And I would say until you finish that, don't look at your phone.
1: Yes, I agree completely. Setting that boundary with your phone is going to change your life. Also, I was going to say, um, planning your day the night before mm-hmm. so that you know this is what I have to do tomorrow. This is what time I need to wake up to get everything done in a timely manner and not give myself anxiety by rushing around. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, because I have a time frame like to get to work by a certain time, meal prepping my breakfast is a huge thing that just helps me so much. It's such a burden sometimes to have right. to meal prep, but oh my gosh, I thank myself every time I do it. Um This week I'm having a breakfast hash. It's so yummy. Um Last week I did overnight oats. So I also feel like sometimes changing up the mm-hmm. meal prep will kind of motivate you to get out of bed. At least it does for me.
2: No. Yeah. That's smart. And like you're saying, you're preparing so you don't set yourself up for failure because, you know, some people don't have time to do or Waking up that much earlier to make a 25 minute breakfast just doesn't seem realistic. So, I'm assuming you prep that on Sundays. Mm -hmm, Yep. Prepped it on
1: Sunday. And, like we were talking about last week, getting enough protein is so hard. So, planning in advance to get that protein in by making it ahead of time will also help so much. And it keeps me fuller for longer. Is fuller a word? I think so. So, yeah, those are my tips for you know, having a productive morning yeah. and being able to relax. I feel like more, are you more of a morning person or a night person?
2: I love mornings, but it doesn't come natural for me to wake up early. Um, I naturally feel like I can stay up later, but I enjoy the feeling of a morning. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it
1: totally does. I am i wouldn't say I'm naturally a morning person, but I do love Being up like when the sun's rising, it's so peaceful. Yes, and I just love the feeling of being up early and like being like, okay, I'm prepared for my day.
2: Exactly, and I will say, I know I touched on the whole music thing, but I think music is so important and something that I'm trying to get into. I know not everybody has this ability, but I think I've kind of talked on the red light therapy. So if you don't have sun, but I was doing research on how important facing the sun is and you know, I'm sure you've heard about grounding. And so I am kind of interested in getting into that, maybe taking Rin out. And while he's outside, like staring into the sun, grounding, I've never done grounding, but what people say, it makes them feel just like so rejuvenated and just take like five to 10 really deep breaths. Or if you can't maybe turn on a red light mask or something and take in your deep breaths, I think with the music around you and then you can pray or at least do gratitude if praying's not your thing. Um, I try and do both because then you just start your day off and then you have the music setting your tone and it's not like you're, you're instantly opening your phone or you're instantly looking at your to-do list and you haven't filled your own cup. And I feel like it just, it does make the world of a difference. So, um, If you have an Alexa, or if not, just like find a calm playlist. Riley and I can link a few. I don't know. I feel like you love your Alexa too. I
1: love Alexa. I don't tell her to play in the morning. I like be like having the peaceful silence. Mm -hmm. But I might take your advice and throw on maybe some meditation music. I feel like that sounds very like delightful.
2: Yeah, and for you in the winter, you have that pretty sun in your Mm -hmm. like dining room, so you could even just while you're making your coffee, like just simply take a couple of deep breaths to ground yourself while you have that calming music. And so Riley always talks about this habit stacking. So you're making your coffee. Well, that takes a little bit to brew. So you could ice roll while you make your coffee or you know, there's ways to do two things at once. So you don't feel like you have to, if you're fearful of doing a morning routine, but it's going to take up too much time. I think that would be good advice for our listeners too hundred percent. Ice
1: roll while you make your coffee, warm up your breakfast while you're taking the dog out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, stacking your habits. But also I can't stress it enough, doing the, your routine every single day, not skipping it because you slept in or not sle- sleeping in and saying you'll get to it tomorrow. Like get in that routine and you will get so excited to wake up and do it every single morning and you'll feel so good. Yes. I do want to maybe... Do you do a gratitude
2: journal? I... I used to have a journal. Now I just, um, I either write it in a notebook or I just say it out loud. Like three things. I usually do three things that happened the day before that I'm grateful for. Um, while I'm, I do it in the morning, but I've heard really good things about gratitude journals. I just, I wasn't consistent with it. But I think I, think you I want would. To start
1: journaling in the morning. Just to make myself feel like seasonal depression, I feel like it's a real thing. Like it's so gray here and gloomy. So maybe I'll start a gratitude
2: journal. I think you should. And I think, like you said, seasonal depression. So if you do live somewhere cold and you are struggling this time of year, or even not, maybe you're just going through a hard season, I always find that starting my day off by realizing how grateful I am for so many things that I could instead wake up and be like, oh my gosh, it's snowing and it's gray. And you know, all the things that are normal to say. But I do think if you kind of switch your lens, maybe it will change how the rest of your day unfolds. So um, if you do get a a journal, a gratitude journal, let me know or link it for everyone.
1: I will. I think I might do that. Um, It's funny. You're talking about grounding. I'm thinking about grounding here. There's literally two inches of snow on the ground. Yeah,
2: you definitely... (laughs) I don't think. You definitely can't ground in the winter in a cold place, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You can't, I'm trying to think of a way around it. You (laughs) can't unless you want to, I don't don't think it does the right effect. I think you're supposed to touch grass. So if you touch snow, I don't think it would do the trick.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, was there anything else you wanted to mention in terms of
2: being productive in the morning and maximizing your day? I just think one thing Riley and I have decided we want to kind of challenge ourselves is it's all fine and dandy when you're home and in your control. But what is your condensed version that you can do when you're traveling? And that's something I think, right, right? You're trying to do that this year, too.
1: Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Like, it doesn't... Yeah.
2: Obviously, it may not be... You might not have your music or you can't ground or, you know, there may be some different things, but can you do your greens? Can you do your journal... You know, a few things. I listened to Mariana Hewitt and she said she has like a traveling morning routine. It's like a condensed version. So I would just say, like Riley said, it's so important to just do it every single day, even when you're on a vacation or a trip. And like I said, it's not going to be perfect, but I do think planning to do that will help us both kind of or help all of us kind of... Get make it an everyday thing, like a it's part of us now. It's part
1: of us, yes. I so whenever we were traveling to Vegas for Kendall's birthday, our flight was super super early, and I remembered being so happy that I brought my greens and my armor in my carry on, and I did it literally in the airport, and I just felt so much more like myself and. I mean, obviously, it's not the same as doing it at home, listening to your meditation music. But just doing little things like that, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like just help you kind
2: of stay on track too. Absolutely. And the last thing I would say is if you do have a commute to work and you're kind of worried about fitting it all in, sometimes if I'm running late that day to run to a workout or whatever, sometimes I'll just play that music in the car and pray and do gratitude while I'm driving. So, you know, if you're having an off day, there are ways to get... still accomplish it but i would encourage and challenge all of us to allow yourself to do it fully before your switch comes on because once the day starts there's so many uncontrollables that can affect our mood and how our day unveils so i think it's really 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 valuable um and i know riley mentioned too but really planning your day ahead the night before so you wake up with a plan and you don't feel like what am i going to do today what do i have to get done you know you have you have a game plan. And yeah, I know Riley and I have talked about brain dumps, but even if on Sunday, you get in the habit of writing down everything that's on your mind to do that week. So then when Monday rolls around or Sunday night rolls around, you put a few of those things on your Monday list, then you cross a few off, put a few on your Tuesday list, aside from everything else you have to get done. And you'll watch that list minimize through the week and you'll be so proud of yourself and it won't be overwhelming. And I think it really does all start with the morning.
1: It really does your what you said about the day there's being so many uncontrollables I feel like I love morning so much because you can control your morning you can wake up early enough to do your routine and it's so peaceful and mm-hmm. you can control that and then you're right once the day starts and your phone's ringing off the hook and you're working and it's just like then you can't control all of that and that's okay but you can control your morning and setting yourself up to take whatever comes at you with grace and a full, I don't know, mind. Mm-hmm. No, for that's sure. What I'm trying to
2: say. So that's, is there anything else you wanted to mention? I feel like we kind of really gave, gave the people what we wanted to say.
1: I know we are clearly very passionate about our mornings, <laughs> but, I, but,
2: but I do think it's a really important subject for the new year. And sometimes it's so daunting, like where to start. So hopefully we kind of brought it to real life. And like we said, start small. If you took anything away from Lauren last week, start small, prove to yourself, you can do it and then have it stack or slowly grow from there. You have the whole year to continue to, to add little things to your morning routine if you want, but it doesn't have to be something crazy.
1: No, it does not have to be crazy at all. You just have to make your mind up that you are going to do it Mm -hmm. and then do it and then do it. Yeah. Do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. So we hope you guys took away some helpful little tidbits from that. Um, But we have some really good girls room uh, um, submissions this week. I did say earlier we had a, an update. So this girl said, Hey girls, I wanted to keep you updated. A few months ago, I asked what to call your fiance's parents. I knew we were past the Mr. and Mrs. phase, but felt so weird to call them by their actual name. I was laughing because Rose said she had the same issue and Riley said to rip the bandaid off. Well, I did rip the bandaid off and everything went fine. I'm glad I did it. And thanks, girls, for
2: your advice. I'm so glad you did it. That made me so happy. Wow. Go, girl, go. Look at us go. I hope she listens to this and look at her and I ripping off the bandaid. You guys ripped off the bandaid at the same time. Good for you, girly so proud of her. I'm so glad
1: you gave us so proud and so glad you gave us an update that like literally put the biggest smile on my face when I saw Mm it.
2: I was gonna say if you guys have any updates if you've submitted and we've answered we love updates because it just allows us to feel like we're a part of your life Um, before you read our three submissions will you tell people how they can enter girls room because I feel like we haven't told people how to enter Um, yeah just in case we have new listeners
1: So Girls Room is our advice segment, if you don't know. Um, But it's also just a tell-all segment. It's not just advice. You can Mm -hmm. ask us really anything. Um, And it's always anonymous. You can enter on our Instagram. I think we have a highlight, a Girls Room highlight, right?
2: Yeah. So there's a Girls Room highlight. We usually do some question boxes because some people don't click the the link in our bio. But we also have a link in our bio for Google Form that you can submit to. So either way, or you can just direct message us and we read through some of those as well. So really, anyway, you want to contact us, but through the Google form, it's a, we can't even see who submitted it. But if you do it through highlight or direct messaging, we will see it, but obviously it's a safe place.
1: Yeah. I will say, um, going through our link in bio is probably best. That's like where most of them are captured yeah. and it's completely anonymous. Um, So yeah, thank you for the update. But then... Oh yeah, I forgot to say we're doing four girls rooms. That was number one. And we still have three more because of the update. Okay, the next one is Rose. Do you think F45 is worth it? There is one opening up by me.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, Riley can also attest to this because she does it when she travels. If there's one nearby, 100%. I'm obsessed. I have done Orange Theory. I've done Pilates. I've done some, a little bit of cycling. What else is out there? I've done a lot of the popular places and what I love so much about F45 is one, if you find the right studio, the culture and community is amazing. And two, there's so much variety in what you're doing, not only on a day to day, but a week to week, month to month, because every month the workouts change and so basically every month they roll out five, the seven workouts Monday through Sunday, and those will stay the same, but every week the moves change within the, that pattern. So timing and the style will be the same for a month, but then all of it changes. So by the time you're sick of something, it's it's over and done with. And I think that is huge for no burnout. Um. So I think that made it clear that I'm a big fan. (laughs) I actually went for the first time today after like a week and a half just of craziness. And I am already so sore. So if you're nervous about going, just do it. There's so many modifications um, for different levels of where you're at. But yes, highly recommend. I don't have
1: an F45 near me, but anytime I'm traveling, I love going to different studios and the culture is always amazing. Everyone makes you feel so welcomed. And I always leave loving the workout, like so happy that I did it. So yay! we hope that you try it. Yes, there's one opening by you. I'm so jealous. (laughs) Okay. Next submission. How do you handle moving away from family? I'm moving soon and I'm so nervous
2: about it. Hmm. It's definitely hard at first because it's so different than what you're used to. I remember Riley and I were so homesick at first for college because that's really the only time we left. Mhm i don't know what's your advice?
1: I feel like so I live near my family now, um, but Kate and I travel sometimes throughout the year um for his job and it's definitely difficult but FaceTime and mm-hmm. regularly checking in is so helpful and you're going out and doing something amazing for yourself and branching out and like nothing good ever comes from staying in your comfort zone. So yes mm-hmm. it's hard but sometimes something hard is is good. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I would say regularly having check-ins with your family, FaceTimes, texts, whatever it may be. Even if you don't have something to talk about, just chat to chat. Um, that would be my advice. I
2: love that. Just chat to chat. Um, I think Riley hit the nail on the head there. The only thing I can add to the, that is something fun about moving away is when you do go home or have time with them, it's really, really great quality time because it's special. So the time you do have, it's more maybe you're going to do more. It's more special or uninterrupted quality time because everyone isn't getting to see you through the mundane. Um, so your time together when you are with your family is super, super special. Nice. You can always book flights and do weekend trips or maybe you're dri- it's in driving distance. But I think if, if you have the, the pull to move and you're moving away, you'll grow through it and you'll lean on... Does she have a partner? I don't know. I didn't say. Oh, I was going to say if you do have a partner or if not, it will encourage you guys to grow in so many ways or you're going to grow and be not forced, but you're going to get uncomfortable to meet people because you're going to want to have friends and that support system. So all in all, it will be great. And we're here for you.
1: We are here for you. And I'm excited for this next chapter for you. Same. Okay. The last submission is kind of a doozy. So stay with me. It's kind of crazy. Hi, Riley and Rose. Love listening every week with a mocktail in hand. So I need some advice. My mother-in-law is always in mind in my husband's business, no matter what the situation is. It normally doesn't bother either of us because we both are very much open book type of people. However, her comments have been... Sorry. However, her comments have just been getting more insane ever since we got married. We've only been married for seven months, so I don't feel completely comfortable speaking up yet. Because I want to be respectful and have a healthy relationship with her as well as the rest of my husband's family. But she continuously brings up, when are you having kids? Every time we are around her, it is so frustrating. It's getting to the point where it's out of hand because it's normally followed by a crazy remark like, well, go get to it. Like, gross. What mom says that? I told my husband it bothered me and he thinks I should say something to her the next time it happens. But my argument is, why can't he? Am I being overdramatic in the fact that he wants me to talk to her about this and he can't? Or am I even being too dramatic about the situation in the first place? I just think some things are okay to stay private. Need all the advice. Thanks, girls. I would feel the same way as you do about like the situation. Um. We've talked a lot or I've talked a lot about the pressures like at a certain age or a certain Mm -hmm. time married, where people are always asking you when you're going to have kids. And it can definitely be tolling and taxing on like your mental health. Um, But he's putting you in a weird situation because like I wouldn't
2: want to talk to my mother-in-law and be like, hey, stop. (laughs) What about you? I think it's on him to say something because it is his mom and if you've only been married 7 months obviously you've been dating and maybe that time will come where you you feel comfortable enough to say it but i do think even if you guys are both there that he at least orchestrates the conversation if yeah if you have to find a middle ground but at the end of the day it's i don't know i think he should initiate that conversation because i totally agree with her certain things should be private about the two of you that being one of them Mm -hmm. so I'm sure she's coming from a good place of excitement but maybe she's unaware and doesn't realize that it's coming off and it's bothering you guys so I I think it's a no-brainer that communication needs to be had and then if it continues that's when I feel like you have a real problem
1: Yeah. And it might even be something as simple as next time she says it, your um, partner saying, Hey mom, that's not cool. Like, we'll let you know when we're ready. Like as simple as that. And then it's over. It doesn't have to be like this long drawn out thing. Like he just needs to make some, a remark like that and like put it to bed and that's it. And hopefully she stops. But yeah, I think that you are right, Rose. He needs to initiate the conversation. Maybe you're there, maybe you're not. And... It can only build from
2: there, but you have to start, you know? I do actually really like your advice on not making it a bigger deal than it needs to be in like a prepared sit down conversation, but rather just next time it happens, make a remark, hopefully there's progress. And if not, then you guys can have a sit down conversation or he can have a sit down, but maybe all she needs is just like, not cool, mom. Like, well, when you're going to get a gift when we're pregnant and the timing will work out. but. Stop. And maybe she'll learn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's a good plan.
2: I do too. For them. Give us updates. Yeah. Give us an update. We love updates. Love updates.
1: Well, that concludes the girls' room and our episode. This was so much fun. We hope you guys took a lot away from it.
2: Yes. And... You guys can find us at Drinks on Us Pod, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, do all the things. We're trying to grow this Girls Room. Right, should I tell them about our Q1 goal? Yes, yes, you should. Okay. So, if you guys made it this far, you guys are our OGs. Hopefully, you didn't log off on our outro and miss this, but <laughs> yeah. Riley and I our goal is to reach 10,000 Instagram followers by the end of quarter 1 and Whatever that means, grab your girlfriends. We have something really, really exciting. Wink, wink. You can probably guess. Let's tell
1: them the exciting thing. Okay, we're gonna tell them. Okay, go. Yeah, say it. Okay, when when we hit ten thousand followers on Instagram, we're gonna make merch. we already have so many we have so many freaking cute ideas you guys you know aesthetics are our thing and fashion and we're so excited but that is our goal and we are goal getters yes
2: 10k so what if you want to share it with friends follow it's coming and it's going to be epic but we need to hit that threshold to prove to ourselves that we're worthy of making merch.
1: <laughs> yeah, so share the podcast with your friends and fam, follow us, subscribe, like, give us a five-star review, um, do all the things because we really want to make merch. You guys yes. are going to love it.
2: Yes. Um, but we'll do we'll send you off with one final cheers and this cheers is just going to be to maximizing your mornings and cheering you guys on to figuring out what your morning routine is. So cheers, you guys. Cheers to you, Rye. And we will see you same time, same place next week. Love you. Cheers. Love you. Bye. Drinking your Bud Light. With my Bud Light (laughs) and your creamsicle. (laughs)